Superbrain is a labour of love. Alas, no podcast can survive on love alone. We don't have a sponsor, so we need your support for Superbrain to stay alive and kicking. You can make a one-off donation by following the Support This Show link in the show or episode description. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, and welcome to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain. My name is Sabina Brennan, and today I'm going to read a short extract from the chapter on stress in my new book, Beating Brain Fog, your 30-day plan to think faster, sharper, better. What is stress? Experiencing severe or prolonged stress can negatively impact on your overall health and can be particularly harmful to your central nervous system, affecting not just how your brain works, but also how you behave. Chronic stress doesn't just cause brain fog, it can also lead to or increase your risk of mental ill health and physical illness and disease. You will probably be aware that the stress response evolved to allow us humans to fight or flee when faced with a threat. It is a product of natural selection that ensures you have the best chance of survival in that instant while also making sure that your body returns to optimum conditions for health after the threat has passed. Stress in the short term can actually enhance your memory function, but poorly managed chronic stress and persistently high levels of stress hormones can contribute to brain fog by interfering with your ability to think clearly and impairing your ability to learn and to remember. The word stress tends to be used in everyday conversation to mean the thing that makes you feel uptight or tense, the physiological changes that occur in your body, as well as the psychological and neurobiological aspects of the phenomenon. In a sense, stress is all of these things. In order to understand and manage stress, it is helpful to distinguish each aspect. Let's call the thing that stresses you the stressor. We perceive a stressor as dangerous or threatening. A stressor can also be a barrier preventing us reaching a goal or stopping us from doing what we need or want or had planned to do. Stressors can be something mundane, like being stuck in a traffic jam, life-changing like losing your job or catastrophic like rape or a tsunami. Not all stressors are bad. Some stressors, like competition in sport or taking exams, can have a positive impact. We tend to think of the threat that activates the stress response as something external to ourselves, the proverbial tiger or assailant in a dark alley. But illness, injury, pain, prolonged exertion and extremes of temperature can also lead to the release of stress hormones. You can also experience psychological stress when you perceive that the demands placed on you exceed your ability to cope. For example, during the global COVID-19 pandemic, many parents were continually stressed because they felt unequipped to work from home and also homeschool their kids. 
A stressor kicks off a sequence of coordinated neurophysiological events in your brain and your body. These events allow you to respond to the stressor, to fight or flee, and then return your body to homeostasis, which is the optimum condition that has been disturbed by the stressor. Let's call this neurophysiological response the stress response. The stress response was originally researched in the context of acute illness and injury. With time, scientists came to understand that the neurophysiological stress response could also be activated by psychological states such as perceived loss of control, the absence of predictability and the loss of social support. Something that became very evident to all of us during the pandemic when so much was beyond our control and many didn't have access to their usual social support network. With psychological stress, it doesn't even matter whether the stressor is real or imagined, as once the individual believes that a stressor or potential stressor is something that they feel unequipped to cope with, the neurophysiological stress response will be activated. Psychological stress can also be activated when you think in a negative or exaggerated way about something from your past, something going on in your life now, or some scenario from an imagined future. There is so much more to read about stress, stressors, the stress response in my book, which is available wherever you buy books in print, ebook, and audiobook, read by yours truly. Please follow me at Sabina Brennan on Instagram and at Sabina underscore Brennan on Twitter. I've also set up a private Facebook group, a safe place for people living with brain fog to support each other. I'll be doing Facebook and Instagram live events over the next four weeks and I am more than happy to answer any questions you may have. Just contact me directly on social media or email me at info at superbrain.ie. My name is Sabina Brennan and you have been listening to Superbrain, the podcast for everyone with a brain.